0: and ask me questions if I was confusing. There are two prongs in the goal for Pre-Arb Excellence. One is to bring you information on the Cubs, as far as player development, and the other is to encourage my listeners at Pre-Arb Excellence to do deeper dives on their own, of their own, for their own betterment, in following baseball. And one of the things I'm going to occasionally do, I'm not sure how much, is recommend people follow specific college teams. I've recommended it before that people do it, but normally I've done it with an angle on. I'm going to look at a specific player. This time is going to be a recommendation on a specific college team. Now, does this mean that the Wake Forest Demon Deacons are the optimal team and the best team to follow? If you're in a certain region of the Carolinas, you might say yes. I don't specifically care which squad you lean to or which draft pick. Grab draft pick. Try that again. The draft pick. Wow. Uh, you prioritize. But pick a squad, pick a player, pick a draft pick range, pick a divisional opponent and familiarize yourself with their pipeline. Pay attention to designations for assignment and decide whether players make sense on waiver wire deals. All that kind of stuff is strongly encouraged in the offseason. We expect players to improve themselves in the offseason. I expect all of us to get better as well, more conversant in the topics that matter. Wake Forest is a school that incredibly benefited from Major League's baseball decision to only have a five-round draft in 2020. They lost one pitcher, but... There were, a lot of this, most of this information comes from D1 Baseball, who does a fantastic job covering college, and periodically they do looks at college baseball, and I'm basically taking notes off of what they say, and maybe doing a little bit of side stuff otherwise. But, Wake Forest had six players that should have gotten drafted last year, but the draft was five years, the draft was five rounds, not 15 or 20. So, Bobby Seymour, Chris Lanzilli, Michael Turconi, Shane Muntz, Will Fleming, and Antonio Melendez, who would have all been drafted, who would have all been playing in this week's instructional league games and showing their chops in that, are still at Wake Forest. So, Wake Forest has six players that, by all rights, should be professionals next year that are still going to be on campus and they are going to be absolutely gorged. Bobby Seymour, Chris Lanzilli, and Shane Munts have all been in the lineup since their freshman year. Now they are in their fourth year. Probably they might do okay. Michael Turcone is a less experienced, though equally valuable, leadoff man. Will Fleming and Antonio Menendez are people in the rotation that are quite a bit better than your average two and three in the rotation. The head coach for Wake Forest, I, I uh, the reason I go here is because the first week of homework I recommend for people is know the home coach, know the name of the ballpark, know the name of the pitching, the, um, the probable weekend rotation and know, know the name of the coach. The ballpark and the weekend rotation, possibly the pitching coach. I did not write down the pitching coach, so I'm making you do a little tiny bit of homework yourself still. Tom Walter is the head coach, and he is quite looking forward to this season. David F. Couch is the ballpark. It's quite hitter-friendly, which makes it difficult to have quality pitching. But with Ryan Cusick, a third-year sophomore, 6'6", 225, 93 to 95, has topped out at 97, was quite good in the Coastal Plains League, has a 2,400 to 2,600 spin rate. Yeah, that'll work. Um, Wake Forest will be a good follow. Wake Forest would be a good follow. I'm not specifying they would be the only follow, but I strongly recommend you figure out a team that, works for you. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I try to put quality effort into each episode, bringing you information you might not get as promptly or completely from other sources. If you have friends that might be interested in this podcast, especially if they went to Wake Forest, send them a link of a favorite episode that might resonate with them. If they went to Wake Forest, it might be this one. Hitting like, share, follow. Subscribe or retweet is also appreciated. If you wish to help in sh- If you wish help in sharing, ask away. This service is worth more than the asking price. Most podcasts allow you a simple link to contribute to the podcast in any fashion you deem worthwhile. Whether that applies to you or not, thanks for listening. Walter has come to the realization as have most people, that an 11 or 12 man rotation offensively is generally a good idea. It used to be back in the day, ride nine or 10 guys the entire season and bullwhip them into excellence as they start getting tired and it just doesn't work. It works a whole lot more effectively if you shuttle players in and out and give players days off here and, here and there, now and again. Not only does it keep them sharp for later in the season when it really, really, really matters, but the players that get the extra playing time early on have a chance to show whether they belong or whether you should probably include someone else in the 11 or 12-man rotation. Wake's going to be a fun team to follow. I'm not going to be able to follow all of the teams that would be really fun to follow this year it's going to be impossible for me to pot commit to following everybody that's worth following. More than likely, there is a school in your mind if you are a sports fan that, you know, I don't really hate that college team. I don't dislike them for any specific reason. And they're a warm weather school. Maybe I should follow their college program, whichever one that is. If you want to ask me, If you uh, you follow me on Twitter and you want to ask me off of my timeline, you're certainly welcome to, but it really is more useful if you have that team you're following because then you have a sense of perspective. If you're walking in thinking a specific guy is going to be really somewhat fascinating, it's equally interesting, equally educational, if a guy has a much better season than expected or much more poor season than expected? Why is this happening? This guy isn't supposed to be this good or this guy is supposed to be better than this. You are forced to assess. Do I think this guy is better than his numbers are indicating? Or do I think that the numbers are a clear indicator of who he is? Sometimes it can be either one. Heck, sometimes it can be both. The hope is you start to follow college baseball as a platform to get into minor league baseball, which is a platform to advance through to get to major league baseball. Should you wish to not follow college baseball? That's your choice as well. But I strongly recommend, if you're not going to, that you're following minor league baseball a bit more closely than you used to or possibly, possibly, possibly the DFA wire and waivers because there's so much time between now and the regular season. It's such a waste to talk about, gee, maybe the Cubs should trade this guy or, or, or maybe they should trade this guy. That is a fool's errand. Let the trades happen as they're going to. You aren't going to force them. If you happen to stumble into a trade that somebody recommends, sure, you can feel feel free to assess it. That's part of the game. But as far as burning your time, that could be better spent on yard work or cleaning the house or spending time with the kids or learning more about your college baseball team that you follow half an hour a week. You make up your own mind. I think Wake Forest would be a fun follow. Um, They'll hit. They always pitch. They find a way. And this year they may... I I don't know how well they'll do. But if you're paying attention to Bobby Seymour, Chris Lanzilli, Michael Turcone, and Shane Munts this season, by May or June, you will have a fairly good idea on how good those four guys are, and perchance, maybe, just possibly, which round they ought to go in, and maybe, perchance, just possibly, if you would like them to be on the team that you follow, whether that's the Cubs or not. Thanks for stopping by. Pre-Arb Excellence, I'll have another podcast up soon as circumstances warrant. I'll attempt to have that worth your time as well. Be safe, go Cubs go, and be nice to people.